Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show and welcome to episode 48 of Unmuted. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in. Shout out to uh, to the notification squad, Mike Angelo, Judy, Sahar, Gemma's in the house. What is up? Thank you for tuning in. And Khaled Tamimi, what is up, my dude? Um, thank you guys for tuning in uh, nice and early. Um, if you are new here, my name is Adnan. And on the show, we talk about motivation, inspiration, and all things creative with a bunch of interesting people from around the world. And that includes you. So if you are tuning in live, make sure you jump in the comments. Any questions you have, anything you want to say, my guest and I will get to each and every single one of those throughout the episode. Mike Angelo in the comments saying the big 48. Yes, sir. We're, uh, we're two away from, uh, from the massive milestone of 50, uh, which, uh, which you guys know we've set for ourselves um, since episode three, which is crazy. I think we're two away from, uh, from that massive one. And um, shout out to every single person that, uh, that tunes in. Shout out to everyone that listens to this over on Spotify or Apple, uh, Apple Podcasts or uh, tunes in for the, for the reruns on Facebook. You guys, you guys are absolutely amazing. And um, yeah, so uh, so shout out to everyone. And before before we jump into things, I also want to shout out all these names up here. These are these are the patrons. These are the, the people that are making it possible to actually reach the the fiftieth episode. And um, you guys uh, you guys know what's up. You guys know exactly how how it went down. Um, the the patrons are are the ones keeping the lights on around here. And I want to shout out a few of them that unlocked the beast mode over on Patreon. Uh, Sharif, Dana, Ahmed, Liz. Jamal, Khalid, Nadim, and Tammy. You guys are, are going above and beyond. And I uh, just want to give you guys a, a big shout out. Um, and if you're watching this and uh, you're able and willing uh, and you dig the show, you want to support it, you want to keep uh, maybe see another 50 episodes, um, there's a link in the description of, the, of this video to a Patreon account. There's a bunch of different options for you to pick from. Uh, see, uh, see if it works for you. There's a bunch of different benefits that you get back as well, uh, uh, which is uh, which is just a, a little contribution for me for your contribution to the show. And um, if you're not if you're not able, if it's not the right time, if it's not your thing, uh, a like and a share go a really long way for an internet show. So uh, so make sure you invite your friends to to the page or, or share this on your timeline. It um, it absolutely uh, it, it does wonders for for a show that exists on the internet. Um, also. Uh, this show, uh, this episode is brought to you by Mizwick. Uh, Mizwick is an e-commerce startup uh, based in the UAE that specializes in bringing high-quality, beautifully designed goods uh, to the region. They, it was started by husband and wife, who are uh, who are friends of the show. Uh, their first products are high-quality cotton masks. Uh, seeing people wear uh, wearing uncomfortable, environmentally wasteful, disposable masks uh, kicked everything into gear for them. Uh, so they started this. Uh, e- eco-conscious reusable masks uh, is, is one of their products one of their first products and uh, and they have come they, they come with uh, changeable filters much better than than those disposable masks um, but soon their product range is going to expand to various different products including homeware jewelry and accessories for both women and men uh, at affordable prices so make sure you uh, you check them out they're currently selling here on Facebook and Instagram at Mizwick shop mizwick.shop rather uh, m-i-z-w-i-k dot shop and i said z not z for uh, for all those that are uh, are curious about if i have the australian z um but yeah let's uh <laughs> let's get to the episode um my guest today is uh, someone that i uh i had the honor of of being a mentor with uh for for young up-and-coming youtubers 
um, uh, we, we did this thing at the YouTube space back in the day. He's a film director, filmmaker, and uh, recently added YouTuber to the list of things uh, that, that he does. Um, and um, yeah, let's, let's get him in here. We have a lot to talk about. My guest Sadi Muqaddam. Um, yeah, hit the intro. Welcome to the show, Sadi. Yeah, <laughs> thank you very much. How's it How going, doing, man? Not bad, not bad. Quite excited about this. <laughs> yeah, it's been uh, it's been I've it's been a while since we uh, we've uh, talked to each other or seen each other. It's, uh, it's it has, been a crazy man. crazy little while. You had a child. I had a child, and <laughs> yeah, things change. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember. I remember the first time that you actually told me. That you're gonna just like jumpstart the show together, man. Seriously, 48 episodes. <laughs> yeah, it's um, we uh, I, I, we we didn't hold any punches uh, for our muted. We just went straight for uh, for as many as we can, as fast as we can, which is um, which is crazy. But yeah, and um, you uh, you also uh, are, are diving into the the online world, which I I really uh, I really I'm want trying. to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So let let's kick things off this way. I always say I gave you an, a little bit of an intro before the intro, but yes. in your yeah. own words, uh, could you please introduce yourself to the tribe? Sure. Um, my name is Sadi, and uh, I'm a film director uh, based in uh, Dubai. Um, uh, I'm also the co-founder of Electric Films uh, Production House. Um, I worked in this industry for the past. Uh, I don't know, 12, 13 years, something like that. And uh, yeah, I've just started uh, doing YouTube after uh, jumping into this mentoring uh, thing. I just noticed that I really want to do something that is a little bit different from the uh, corporate side or the things that are mainly controlled by clients. And I really like the effect of it. Just said to myself, all right, let's do something that's satisfying for me, (laughs) which I'm trying to hold, but yeah. I don't know how long. <laughs> <laughs> so, so let's talk about the the mentorship. We met uh, because we were both um, mentors or tutors at the YouTube space in Dubai yeah. uh, a couple of years ago, um, where they basically uh, YouTube had had a program called the Next Up program, where they'd get up and coming uh, Arabic speaking YouTubers uh, and kind of guide them. Um, with 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 our help i was i was heavily based on the editing side i was showing them um, how to how to put to get their videos together and stuff yeah. and um if you could just talk a little bit about what what your uh, contribution yeah. to that yeah yeah, was. yeah i was i was basically um uh, mentoring uh, the youtubers on uh, cinematography uh, i mean i say this word quite loosely because it was mainly about uh mainly about uh basic lighting skills, if you want to say, and uh, basic camera work. But um, with time, I was able to give them some more advanced stuff. Uh, I, I really like the experience. That's that's the whole point that I was just telling you about, is that from that experience, uh, I noticed this like sense of satisfaction because it was like the maybe third time that I've taught something to like a class or something like that. And it really like got me... Uh, nice nice vibe nice feeling because it's a bit different from actually working on the field like we usually do <laughs> it's a bit of a change it's quite nice so yeah i ended up uh, 
embracing it and uh, forcing myself in the beginning into <laughs> into this YouTube thing. And then I actually now I really like it as like a kind of escape from uh, the usual work, you know. So, yeah, yeah with, chill. That experience was definitely my first time. Uh, uh, kind of teaching or tutoring um anything to anyone um yeah. and it was uh, it was one of those things where uh, uh because of because of the lineup of people because i had met um you know uh, tony and the guys from the youtube yes. space back then yeah and uh, i was just like hey maybe maybe i should just give this a shot i don't i don't know if it'll <laughs> work or not whatever and even when when we did that like pre uh a pre-interview i guess when they just kind of we met for the first time and, and yeah, uh, i spoke yeah. to the people there and i was like dude if you guys are expecting like a, a super <laughs> professional like i'm gonna i'm gonna teach properly yeah, no, exactly. um, that's not what i get because i yeah. make videos online and they're like this was perfect yeah <laughs> yeah it was like that wasn't it like if you want i could uh, give you a little bit uh, of an introduction to what i do if they're like uh, kind of beginning in the whole youtube uh, thing but uh yeah, the, the the class just like I don't know why it just clicked, man. Yeah, yeah, and and shout out to um, shout out to everyone that was there. Um, a lot of yeah. uh, I'm, I made friends with a lot of the YouTubers that uh, that um, Lovely were there, people. and uh, and a lot of them still tune into the to this show. They I still have them on uh, Instagram and uh, and and we we keep up and stuff. So if uh, if you guys do listen to this and you were part of that program, shout out to you. Uh, leave a comment. I'm gonna. Speaking of comments, I'm gonna jump into to see who's here real quick. Um, uh, what's up, Katie? Thank you for tuning in. She says, "Hey, Adnan, irrelevant question. Uh, where's Azad? I got to see his double chin again, please." Uh, and uh, Azad is my cat, and he's a <laughs> and he's a, he's a chunky cat. <laughs> double chin. So he has a, he has a hefty double chin. I'm sure I'm sure he'll uh, he'll be around very soon. He usually disrupts the what uh, type of cat. Uh, a Jordanian street cat. <laughs> There's, is is just uh, we uh, my my wife um, found our two cats in a dumpster in Jordan when they were tiny babies. What? And uh, basically the vet was like, you know what? Just keep them alive. They're gonna die. It's, it's yeah. too late for them, kind of stuff. And she was like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm you gonna. She, she went all out. She she used to take them to work and bottle feed them and stuff. <laughs> And uh, and now they they live in Dubai. So started started from the bottom. Now they're here. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, I'm little... sure I'm, I'm sure he'll he'll show up, Katie. Uh, Khalid Tamim is saying his Garfield. Yeah, basically, <laughs> basically. <laughs> um, but uh, go, going back to to YouTube space and stuff. So that's that's yes. basically where we met. And um, what what was what was your mindset going into that? Had you done? Uh, anything on specifically online platforms like a Facebook or a YouTube or an Instagram uh, prior to that, or was it more uh, corporate? Uh, I haven't. I haven't actually. Uh, I mean, look, ma- most of the most of the content that we film, anyways, is is used through marketing teams on uh, on social media platforms, specifically with how the world is now. But uh, yeah, the the experience that I that I got out of that. It was basically just through uh, through the the shows that we uh, that we've done with like the TV channels, you know. But I've never had like an experience with actual YouTubers, and they, they, their way of just making the videos is so different from any other part of the filmmaking industry. Yeah, it's, uh, it has a very different kind of like marketing uh, technique, if you want to say. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, very uh, intriguing. Yeah, I remember um, the the day, not the day, but like the gradual uh, uh, figuring out like how important uh, cold open is to uh, to a Facebook video versus versus like you know if you're if you're filming a sketch or a story that exists anywhere else in the world yeah uh, other other than uh, than online a cold open isn't something that is crucial to the story wait a second what's a cold open like <laughs> so, so basically what i used to do for for the clients that i had uh, yeah. where where i'd make is the first five to ten seconds of the video sure is just a, a massive cliffhanger uh-huh. And then the intro starts, and then the actual storyline ah, starts. Okay, so that's what, that, like, uh, the structure of uh, of a online of, of, of an online video. And this one, for example, this is how deep I got into this. This yeah. one specifically works for Facebook because the Facebook uh, autoplay starts. Yeah. While you're scrolling, and you you hook them with the first five this seconds, is, and yeah, then yeah, the yeah. intro plays, and this then is what I'm discovering as I'm as I'm going. Uh, with YouTube, it's, it's the same thing. Like you've got a certain type of uh, structure that you got to nail in order to keep retention, to keep the the, the audience uh, uh, like quite engaged, if you want to say. Yeah, um, yeah. Like YouTube, YouTube. The thumbnails is something that's that's it's huge. Crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy the amount of uh, stuff that I'm having to force myself to learn because I didn't. I genuinely didn't expect it to be that hard. <laughs> like you know, when you, when me and you were like. Uh, telling them, ah, oh, okay, this is how you light, and this, but we, like, I don't know, me personally, I have never actually thought of it from their shoes in terms of like, ah, oh, okay, this is how you do it. it yeah. It's insane how many things go into it. Like, a lot of the times, many people who succeed have, as we saw, also completely no, uh, no lighting, no camera skills, nothing. But their story, in terms of the YouTube structure, is insane. You know, it's yeah. very engaging. It's uh, it's funny. I don't know if you remember this, and I won't drop any names, but uh, <laughs> but uh, Sadi is like film film director with with a background of, of amazing cameras, and you've you've done all, all these uh, big projects and stuff. Going into into a space where we're teaching um, cinema, like you were saying, cinematography to the up and coming YouTubers, and one of them <laughs> physically did not have a camera. Yes, uh, they were completely <laughs> shooting everything. They, they had a hundred thousand subscribers. Yeah, completely yeah. shooting on a phone. Yeah, and and that's something that I fell in love with, like the idea of. Yeah, and this is something I always push on the on the podcast. If you have anything that's that's um, you have the story, you have you have the drive for it. Getting that expensive camera is not needed, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, what was what was your reaction to that the first time? I I was like flabbergasted. I literally just like, wait a second. So you've got this much people following your content. And I just checked some of the videos. I was just like, "What?" <laughs> you know, you couldn't you couldn't grasp the idea of anybody being interested in 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 uh, something for me because I'm so interested in aesthetics that looks like that, you know. But actually, when you come to think about it, dude, I for for example, that's a that's a small example. When I want to search for, uh, but I don't think of that consciously while I was like doing this whole uh, YouTube thing, but. When I'm searching for, I don't know, a food recipe, you know, I don't necessarily search uh, a really nice looking video. I actually tend to choose the videos that look really bad because I know like there's a, I don't know, there's a woman in somewhere in the world just like 
in her house doing a really <laughs> really traditional uh, dish you know so it kind of yeah it's a it's a very different formula very different formula very oil. and just out of uh, out of curiosity i want to ask everyone tuning in as well um how how if you were to think about it how important is is a thumbnail for you to click on a youtube video like when 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 you're searching for something actually the, the second part of the question is do you search for something on youtube or are you a subscription box kind of person you know you subscribe to a couple of channels and that's the only stuff you watch or are you uh, do you use youtube as a uh, a search engine resource yeah yeah. Uh, just out of curiosity so so uh, do, you, do you use it as a search engine or a subscription box and uh, if you were to think about it from a scale of like 1 to 10 how important is, is a thumbnail for you yeah definitely <laughs> I'd like to know how the <laughs> things go for that <laughs> <laughs> yeah a, a, a little uh, a little market research yeah, while, exactly. uh, while yeah. <laughs> But um, let's take it back, man. Let's uh, while while the the tribe answers that. Let's take it all the way back to uh, how did you get into into film? How did, what was what made you uh, want to pick up a camera in the first time? Yeah. Oof. <laughs> well, uh, to begin with, I was always interested in uh, in arts and theater and stuff like this. So I remember, like, to throw you back into my I'm not gonna I'm not gonna take a long time, but to throw you back into my school days, I used to do like theater plays and act and stuff like that. So I have I've always liked this form of uh, art, if you want to say. Um, after school and going into uni. Man, I swear, like with with our background being from the Middle East, I don't know if, if it's the same for you, but for me, it was like that in the area that we were living. We were like, oh, okay, I think I'm going to have to choose either being a teacher, uh, what they call an engineer or a lawyer or something like that. You know, the, the whole list of, of accepted standard. jobs. standard, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly, the accepted jobs. So, uh, yeah, man, I, I, was, I was just fixated on, خلص, I'm going to do business, I'm going to do, I'm going to study business in uni. So then what happened is my dad wakes up in the middle of the night one time as I'm always on YouTube or on like Google, whatever it is, and says to me, what are you going to do? What are you going to choose the, the thing? So I, I basically told him, oh, all right, I'm going to do business. And he just looked at me as in like, are you crazy? <laughs> I was like, that's not going to happen. It's impossible for you to go into that. I was like, all right, fine. What what do you think uh, music maybe because back then I was I was by the way I was very into like uh, music I only used to play covers so I wasn't I was completely not professional but uh, I used to really love music so uh, I thought to myself music maybe music yeah, that's a form of art and later on he said why don't you why don't you go something into filmmaking into something like that ended up uh, ended up uh, being a director because he thought that acting wouldn't uh, get me <laughs> a lot of places <laughs> and it's true <laughs> it's actually quite true so yeah that's how, that's how I, that's how I uh, I started uh, the thing because I I never actually expected uh, my family to to agree with with that but luckily they they did yeah yeah not, not a lot of stories in uh, in this field or or the arts field in general spe- specifically from our side of the world uh, yeah. Start with oh my parents suggest <laughs> suggested it would be a good idea. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, because 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 uh, mine was mine was the exact opposite. It was like, uh, what do you want to do? Study audio engineering. <laughs> what is that even? So so you want to you want to study music? I was like, no no no, it's a completely different world. And then when it got into film production, they're like, what does that mean? Like, I just, you don't have to you don't have to study that. I'll just 
you, I'll buy you a nice Name camera. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, but um, but yeah, it's uh, it's interesting. And do you still uh, have a passion for acting? Uh, I do actually. Weirdly, like this selfish self inside is like, ah, oh, I want to act, man. Uh, I would really like to act, but I just don't have the time for it, man. Like even uh, here, I've got uh, several several different people who I know that actually uh, choose to do some stuff, even if it's like for uh, minimal amounts of money or free to to just like keep in the in the acting business. They keep doing it, but. I just can't get the time for it, man. Like with the setup that I've got right now, mm-hmm. like kudos to you for <laughs> for doing what you're doing, man. Because seriously, like 48 episodes, I'm 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 on 30 now, and I'm doing like one every <laughs> every nine days or something like this. Just trying my best to like find some some time, man. It, the the, the key, question I wanted to ask you is like, how the hell are you doing that? <laughs> the key is time it so it's after everybody's asleep. Dude, yeah. she keeps waking up. I have to put her to bed constantly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We um, we we uh, we were going through some sleep training, yeah. and uh, even in in one of the more recent episodes, I think episode forty six. Uh, yeah, uh, the, the, I had to I had to jump off right. uh, the the podcast, yeah. and I was like, "Yo, gotta gotta go put baby to sleep. Stick yeah. around." <laughs> I've got <laughs> Two one minutes eye on the door. Like, when is it gonna open? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um, let, let, I want to jump into the comments real quick because uh, yeah. we have some uh, yeah. some answers here. Uh, Sammy, shout out to Sammy. Thank you for tuning in. Says, Sadi has the best YouTube content for new cinematographers. <laughs> Absolutely does. Um, uh, Katie says, yes, I do search stuff on YouTube. Uh, thumbnail is the second most important thing for me, but mainly I check the duration of the oh. video. The shorter, the better for me. Content will be brief and hopefully efficient. That's okay. a great point, Katie. Seriously. That's a great, great point. Um, uh, Gemma saying, yeah, thumbnails really don't make me want uh, to watch something. Don't make me want to watch something. Yeah, okay. So it's, I think, title and duration, um, as Khaled Tamim is saying, title and duration. Although there's a lot of clickbait, I tend to check the comments at the beginning to save me the trouble of a long video to see if it's legit or not. That's an interesting That's, um, way. I'm going to yeah. fill up the comment section then with like fake accounts or something. <laughs> this video is awesome. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Mahmoud Abbas, thank you for your, for tuning in. He says, I guess the thumbnail catches the eye before you read the title. <laughs> yeah, that's another thing. There's a lot of people that... Um, that's that because put... he's a graphic designer. <laughs> okay, so yeah. More work. <laughs> <laughs> that makes... Um, that makes <laughs> but I, I like the thumbnails where it continues the title, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Like the title says, uh, something like, yeah. yeah, you know, um, I uh, scariest moment of my life, and then in the in the thumbnail itself says uh, entering haunted house. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. gives For, you the full picture of the story. Everyone says that the like one of the best ones at playing with this formula is Mr. Beast. You know the oh yeah, he's he's, he's completely unlocked everything. Seriously. <laughs> um. So uh, you you studied it. There's also yeah. not a lot of people in the industry that have have physically studied mm-hmm. uh, production and filmmaking, and um, there there yeah. there are a lot that have obviously, uh, especially in Dubai, but uh, <laughs> in, in in like the global sense of, of yeah. film production, yeah. uh, there's a lot of uh, a lot of um, trial and error to begin with. So straight out of straight out of school, 
Funnily, funnily enough, Adnan, I got a, a, a bit of a backlash here to whoever, like, <laughs> when I first came here, when I was talking to people that weren't, uh, that haven't studied it, for example, oh, God, they would whip me. <laughs> They'd be like, what? You studied it? Why? Just, like, go straight into the shooting. Just kind of, like, I agree with it and I don't at the same time. It's, it's funny because... Uh, when I went to uni and I discovered what I discovered, specifically the, the one that I went to, I noticed that there's tons and tons of theory and not much practical. So we had to just like yeah. force ourselves to go to the field and like just enroll in all the short films that are happening all over Lebanon, you know? So we just forced ourselves to do as much short films as possible to just be on set all the time and learn because our uni just gave us theory, you know, yeah. barely any technical stuff. So this is how we learned. Uh, but yeah, so it's a it's a point that works that you should actually I don't know maybe not study it and just like go into it. But at the same time, this is why I started the whole YouTube thing. I've noticed there's a huge lack of uh, information or actually misinformation that's being blah, blah 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 everywhere. You know, specifically on on subjects like filmmaking that are quite technical. Well, so you you choose you choose this way, you do it, and you get this product. You do it in another way, it's not going to work. So you can't yeah. tell people that, it's good, that you're going to do it in another way. So that's the whole the whole concept, right? It's just to share share with people knowledge from, uh, yeah, from from from, in, from inside, you know, inside the filmmaking industry. So so straight out of school, did you uh, did you start freelancing? Did you um, yeah? What, what did you get a like a, a job at a company? Employed? Uh, what was the, ah, what? the path? Okay, so you mean uh, university? So uh, out of university, yeah. University, yeah, yeah. So after after uh, university, uh, I basically like freelanced for what was it, a year and a half or something like that. I was one of the lucky ones to <laughs> to just jolt out of Lebanon straight away. <laughs> but uh, uh, after a year and a half or something like this, I came to I came to Dubai, checked uh, checked everything out, came here for for a month, and uh, applied for jobs and and everything. Didn't uh, didn't find any. Went back to Lebanon. As soon as I went back to Lebanon, actually, that's wrong. I got one job as a I freelanced in Abu Dhabi, and then I came here in 2014. 2014 was the job that I got. Uh, I got it also the production house, and I was uh, assistant producer. I was thrown in the deep end with a camera <laughs> and just film, man. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. The first job was a documentary for Nat Geo, so uh, it was pretty. So speaking, um, mm. speaking of Nat Geo, Samir yeah. Azuni is in the house. What's Aha. up? Thank you for uh, for tuning he, in. He was the exec on that project. <laughs> <laughs> he says, uh, "What's up, guys? Just wanted to say hi." And uh, he added, "Dude, I started my studies in political science, then business, but I'm a graphic design graduate." <laughs> wow, that's a uh, that's a hefty uh, <laughs> rap sheet there. <laughs> Yeah, um, also uh, Nadim Jamal's in the house. What's up, Nadim? He says, "Love working, uh, love you, your work, gents." Adnan is a soldier of positivity and hard work. Uh, keep up the awesome work, gents. Thank you so much. He also adds, "Asad, I'm checking your YouTube stuff. Awesome work." Yeah. Uh, thank you. <laughs> Cheers to to Nadim and um, and uh, Ms. Wit. Uh, and uh, yeah, you guys, you guys should check out the the, the sponsor the uh, on the top of the video. I check out the links in, in the description and, uh, and support support local business. Um, Gemma's asked, adding, "Yeah, duration is key. You really hate it when people stretch it out uh, for uh, for the YouTube stuff." Um, who else is in here? Uh, yeah, that's my gig from Samir Arzuni. 
so um so yeah man it's uh i i uh i never had a uh a, like full full-time job technically uh i've been outsourced for long periods of time i've said this on on the show a couple of times yeah. i've been outsourced for for long periods of time where i had to um even with uh, with samet and nadim themselves Hello, uh, contract. Long, long contracts for for months at a time but i've never had a a day job i've never had a, a desk job or a full-time kind of job yeah. and um i i feel like uh a lot of people that that have had that experience have a have an uh advantage when it comes to yeah. uh after after that kind of experience uh starting their own businesses or, or continuing to freelance or something like that um yeah. no, I mean, so, I mean, uh, it tells yeah. me a lot yeah, that's what I want to ask. What was the what was the experiences building up to you saying, um, you know what, I want to I want to do my own thing. It helped me a lot. I mean, look in a, in, a, in a nutshell, what happened is basically, I uh, I came in and I was really excited. Uh, it was what like two years, uh, two years, yeah, two years after uni. So. Uh, like th- this was my first full-time job because as i said before i was freelancing and uh, straight away to be uh, to have the ability of working on uh, a big uh, documentary like that and uh, just uh, not geo like who doesn't know this name you know i was like whoa yeah awesome that's amazing and the team was great you know the team was really fun and uh, yeah what happened is i stayed for maybe like two years or something like that yeah a year and a half to two years and i noticed that maybe at like a year a year's time i've stopped to actually develop my skills mm-hmm. through through that company so basically what happened is i i've reached uh, an understanding with myself where i'm like okay well this is gonna have to like just end at a certain point but that's where i met my wife <laughs> who was a producer so i met my wife there and uh, yeah at a certain point we just we just both were uh, we just felt that we needed another another uh, kind of step in our life and we uh, yeah we just split and we went back to freelance by the way Adnan we went back to freelance for uh, for almost I don't know seven eight months or something like this mm-hmm. yeah seven eight months and uh, that's how, how actually we were able to start up the company because we freelanced so much and it was such a busy 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 time for us luckily because we never thought that we we're gonna get this much freelance jobs uh, straight out of the straight out of the company because we didn't know a lot of people you yeah. know so yeah when we jumped out straight away got the freelance jobs after that we said to ourselves you know what we work with a lot of people that actually want to work with us, you know, and a lot of these uh, companies or, or people that they're, they're basically like friends. There's tons of friends that are like just uh, specifically asking for us, you know. So we were like, well, let's just cut the cut the middleman, <laughs> you know, yeah, and, and just do it ourselves. And uh, another thing that helped me do this uh, from. Uh, my experience in uh, in my old company is basically I decided that I want to do everything differently in a different way because that's how I'm going to be able to separate myself from everybody else. Mm-hmm. Check the check the competition in the area. Lovely uh, companies in the A. Everyone's great. 
and uh, yeah, we found our little place <laughs> somewhere in the middle. <laughs> Who, which of you uh, had the that entrepreneurial uh, bug? Was did you did you always uh, think you wanted to start something, or was it was it the combination of you guys? How how did that work? It was. Uh, I mean, yeah, it was my brain, unfortunately. That just kept on like picking and picking and picking, and I reached a stage where I was like, because my wife actually uh, likes to work with uh, tons of different people. She likes to like change up uh, uh, jobs because uh, it's it's different, right? Working with this company is different from this company, different from that. And yeah, it took a little bit of guts, man. <laughs> it took a little bit of guts. We had to literally say to, say to ourselves, you know what? We're gonna do this. Let's put all our money in it. And let's do it and see if it works. And if it doesn't work, fuck it. I don't know. We'll, we'll do something else. <laughs> we'll try something else, you know? But what are we going to lose? We have to try it. Otherwise, we're always going to, you know? But yeah, I kept on doing that. Just come on, come on. Let's do this. Let's do this. And in the end, it just worked out, man. Yeah. It's um, crazy. It feels so. It feels like it's so old now, but it's just what, like... Four years, yeah, just just almost four years. I was just gonna say it's it's one of the hardest things uh, to try and go out on your own because then there is no uh, no no clock in clock out time. There is no um, punch in punch out kind of. Uh, yeah, you're you're twenty four seven working. You sleep with your you sleep with your company. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> you're exactly. In bed with the company, and you're like, oh god. Why am I thinking? Just sleep, man. Just sleep. It's what I am. <laughs> you know. And and you guys, uh, you guys uh, tackling that together, yeah, is yeah. Uh, as as a as a unit, as a as a married couple, as a household. Yeah. That must have been a crazy uh, a crazy time, especially in the beginning, right? Dude, seriously, because all all you're talking about all the time is like, what's happening here? What's happening there? Uh, you're trying to build build a company out of nothing, you know. And uh, it's uh, it's also the fact that. You're doing that, and your wife is doing that. So both of you guys are doing exactly the same thing. So all your experiences are that, and what you talk about in the end of the day is that, <laughs> you know. So it's just like this saturated bit of just, yeah. Constantly, we in the end like uh, just like we decided to like mellow it out a little bit and we forced ourselves to just like all right you know what i think at like nine i need to go to the gym just so that i'd have something else to like talk to you about and she was <laughs> like all right sweet yeah i'll just go meet my friends and we just like had to force ourselves specifically in the beginning because it was getting a little bit too much you know it gets there it gets there it gets to your head sometimes yeah but- i can imagine the only experience uh, closer that I have is uh, is my wife Tata. When when we first got married and she moved to Dubai, yeah, um, I I, uh, I was still starting up CTG Productions, and she was like, you know what, I'll I'll help out uh, while while you guys are starting up. She'll do like a lot of the admin stuff. She'll do a, a bunch of the booking and yeah, uh, and that lasted uh, I think a month and a half or two months. <laughs> and uh, at the very beginning, it was amazing. I was like, oh, dude, she's like revamped the entire thing. It's, yeah. it's amazing. The admin side is awesome. And then towards the end. I was like, okay, listen. Um, <laughs> the voice one, <laughs> one of us, one of us needs to figure something out. Uh, <laughs> but, um, uh, but it was amazing. It was, uh, yeah. It, uh, yeah. Th- then, then she went out and um, and did her own thing. But, uh, but yeah, I, I can imagine how how intense yeah. it, yeah. it could have been during those times. Yeah. Just after that, I mean, like. Now there's like a routine, you know. You just yeah. know how it goes. And anyways, when the when the company grew, uh, there's a 
lot less kind of like technical responsibilities that we have to do other than managing and like yeah. shooting the stuff that we'd like yeah, yeah. so it's getting better yeah. now <laughs> that's, that's, <good. laughs> that's why i could be here <laughs> instead yeah. of somewhere in the desert filming and sweating <laughs> <laughs> well uh let's uh, let's jump into the comments for a second um which i'm saying uh do, do you have do you have to have a beard to be on unmuted uh yes <laughs> Yes, it's one of the requirements. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, it's uh, it's not a requirement. But unfortunately, every single person I know, for some reason, uh, started growing a beard, or or has has had a beard forever. So, uh, it, when you see the speaking of thumbnails, when you see the thumbnails for this show, it's yeah. just a bunch of dudes and beards, and then every once in a while, uh, there there's a there's a lady in there just, um, just standing out. Yeah. <laughs> Um, uh, uh, Mike Angel is replying to that. He said, uh, "You'd think so." A eh? Haifa was here, and uh, she didn't rock that beard. She's just gorgeous, uh, as is. Um, yeah, shout out to uh, sh- shout out to Fly with Haifa, uh, who was who was our episode twenty, which is crazy how long ago that was. Um, Arla saying, "Good job, Sadi. Keep going with uh, with a thumbs up." Uh, Samir is only saying shout out, shout out to Tara. Probably the toughest negotiations I had to do to get Adnan on a gig. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, it was it was funny. It was uh, everyone's everyone's uh, a lot um, more relaxed since uh, since she's not negotiating the bookings anymore. <laughs> um, Gemma saying the problem uh, I have is how to clone Sadi. <laughs> yeah, it's a little bit too much. So speaking of that, how many hats do you guys, as as a pair, have to wear at this at, at the start at least? Dude, uh, how, how many different like titles did you guys have? Here we go. <laughs> so basically, when we first started, of course, you're wearing every single hat there is in the bloody closet. So <laughs> you know, every single hat. But uh, as I said, like when we grew, it's just like okay, I'm gonna if this person something we really give this person something and just get rid of these responsibilities that you have but we do tend to be a bit like even even if we have several employees we do tend to be uh, very uh, kind of like i want to do everything man <laughs> i want to do everything you know it's like oh this project is really cool i really want to film it I've got this idea in my brain and i want to do it and if somebody else is uh, else is going to film it they're just not going to do it the way I want it. So you always have this in your brain, you know. Same thing with the editing. Same thing with the uh, with the directing. So it's uh, it's a lot to handle. And uh, just after a while, you just say to yourself, "All right, this is not going to happen." Is we have to grow. So you force yourself to actually uh, do work with, with with other people. I'm not saying that's it's bad, but you learn. You teach yourself to work with other people because otherwise you won't be able to function. There's no way. There's no way. Everything becomes the quality just drops like crazy because you're just forcing yourself to do everything. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. But so, how? Where did that um, that business uh, mind of okay, you know what? I need to delegate. Uh, yeah. I need to do that. Where did that come from? If if you studied uh, film production, you didn't do the business in the end. Oh um, no, no, no. Is this just a trial and error thing? It's uh, it's basically being so. Uh, like forceful with myself to just do it in the end because I tried not doing it for I don't know three times maybe and I literally like just couldn't sleep anymore my my hands were like shaking like this because I'm filming I'm editing I'm directing I'm uh, color grading I'm 
dude, you can't do everything. You know, you just can't do everything. Like three days without any sleep, you're gonna color grade after that. <laughs> Why are you gonna color grade? You're seeing different colors anyway. So, <laughs> so that's what happens. And uh, out of necessity, I would say to answer your question, out of necessity, because you reach a place where the company now has grown and you're getting uh, a lot of different jobs from different sources, and a lot of the times they're hitting. Uh, the company at the same time, right? Because you know, in in this industry here, and specifically in the UAE, there's certain months that are like crazy. Yeah, so, we get it's a, a, it's a very seasonal uh, industry. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, which is very weird with this whole uh, COVID thing. Because, like, man, seriously, the freelancers that we work with have been like hit to an extent. How how has that been uh, for you guys? How's the uh, the pandemic? It was it was quite surprising. To begin with, and then we like straight away kind of like damage control. All right, no, you know what we need to do? We need to shift our uh, our uh, capabilities into something else. And we already have like an animation uh, part to the company. So we basically all the clients. What we noticed is the clients were reaching out to us with uh, a lot of graphics treatments and animation treatments, yeah. and things that you can work on from far away, right? <laughs> so yeah. even some even some films with like Zoom meetings and stuff like this. So we were like, you know what? Let's do that then. So we shifted straight away, just so that we don't actually uh, get harmed, if you want to say, by this whole thing. And it's funny, man, but it just kept on going. Like the the work just kept on going. Companies have completely just continued like normal, but just shifted their strategy. And that's yeah. what. Of course, there's a buffer time, Adnan. They took like maybe I don't know two months. Uh, right now, this is happening as we speak, Yanni. Uh, some companies are still in that buffer period where they're shifting their strategy because they're like, oh, okay, the budget that we put before COVID is completely shit now. <laughs> it doesn't mean yeah. anything. So I have to, you know, shuffle it around and decide what marketing budget I have to give these filmmakers to make me a film. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it really did go through stages. What? Uh, wait, I'm actually going to Google it. It almost yeah. feels like the, the stages of grief. <laughs> uh, what were what were the stages of grief because i remember reading it and i was like oh this this sounds like uh, a lot of the client shock and denial pain and guilt anger and bargaining depression uh upturn and then acceptance and hope yep <laughs> so it, that's kind of that's kind of what the industry went through yeah. um yeah. and um i feel i feel like now it's starting to to get back to normal kind of uh Yeah. Not nor- normal, the new normal, uh, as everyone's uh, coining that term. Yeah, exactly. Whatever that means. But uh, but yeah, that, that's good to hear, man. I'm glad. I'm glad because I know a lot of people that um, that were hit really hard. Like you're saying, a lot of the freelancers uh, just just yeah, it was it was very devastating to a lot of people. And um, yeah, I mean, but, I mean we're, we're one of the lucky ones, definitely. So it's not a matter of like, oh, we're great or something like this. We're one of the lucky ones. Just it just so happened that the companies that we work with have not closed down <laughs> yeah. yeah 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 but um was there anything uh was there anything that you uh, you learned during the first couple of months of this of this lockdown that you thought you know what i should have been doing this for yeah. for ages because you know i'll give you an example why i'm asking this is because i've seen an uptick a major uptick of people uh doing doing cool stuff online Nice. Which is yeah. which is granted. I mean, it's it's a given because everyone's sitting at home. How do we, uh, you know, uh, output uh, all this creativity? You you put it online. But one yeah. of the things I'm noticing is that people are sticking to it, are continuing to do these things online. Yeah. And um, uh, I I just wish 
everyone had that already. You know, I, 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 it was, it's so cool to see, see all my creative friends uh, have YouTube channels and, yeah. and, you know, finish albums and do that stuff. Is yeah, there anything that, um, that you've noticed from both a, a company perspective and just a creative perspective that you're like, yeah, man, that was cool too? Yeah, <laughs> I'd, I'd, uh, I'd say from, from a company perspective, it is what, what, uh, specifically for me, because I, in the company, as, uh, as uh, the roles are right now, uh, I don't necessarily uh, think a lot about graphics and think a lot about animation. I'm very like into on-location stuff, uh, normal filmmaking, storytelling, uh, the narrative structure that we're all used to, but not animation and graphics and stuff. But I had, I, what I've noticed is that I had to force myself into including and incorporating that mainly in my creative uh, uh, in my creative uh, approaches because. Uh, this is the, the the new way for now at least you know yeah. so that's from the company's perspective and from uh, uh, like everyday life i i just think like it's great that everybody picked up sports all of a sudden <laughs> everyone wants to run more than more than ever <laughs> that was really weird by the way yeah, like, the, why especially are you in the first in the first month or two um yeah. when every single person started running yeah. and uh, pe- people that i know that I've never heard yeah. talk about jogging down the road or anything. As soon yeah. as the, the lockdown started, they're like, man, I can't <laughs> even go for my jog. When, when did you start jogging? <laughs> but yeah, I, I guess it's, it's like, uh, it's the whole idea of like, you don't know what you got till it's gone. Kind of a, yeah. a, tra- no, a tragic really. love song. And uh, everyone, everyone had the time and the freedom and everything until, until it was taken away. And then they're like, oh shit it does hit you after a while exactly yeah like the first two weeks my, my Gemma was basically like oh it's so annoying i can't go out because uh, she's also by the way she was she was uh, pregnant so uh, she couldn't go into malls she couldn't uh, do anything and with the like proper lockdown that was happening she couldn't even stretch her legs and she's like kind of like getting getting big and not comfortable you know so <laughs> she was, she really wanted to get out and uh, yeah, I just, I just was like, oh, I'm having fun. It's fine. I'll go for a shop every now and then. I'll work on my YouTube. I'll just like do all the creative approaches from far away for the clients. Perfect. Everything is fine. And then boom, one day, I just go like, man, I fancy a coffee with like some some of my friends like somewhere just not here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We had um, we had a very long stretch of of uh, staying at home because um, we were on. Uh, I say we I, like I like I did anything. Tara yeah. did all the work, <laughs> but um, uh, maternity leave. Yeah, and uh, and so it was it was three months. Uh, we spent a lot of time uh, making sure the kid was okay. And Tara was. We were kind of wrapping our heads around being parents for the first time, and um, I think it was a week before. Uh, she had to physically go back to the office. The the lockdown started, and and no more offices, no more nothing. So then it was another three months of of lockdown, and not going to the office, working but from home. Yeah. And then after that, uh, her company said, "You know what? Just just no. There's no need for an office. Just work from home." So now we're like, okay, we need to rethink our entire strategy because now we're both working from from home. Yep. And uh, and we we both. We both need offices where we used that to go. That's meant to happen. But it's crazy how many uh, companies just turned around and said, you know what? We just realized 
we've been spending all this money on on uh office space yeah and yeah, we we physically don't need it. like i think twitter closed down all their offices period like they don't yeah. even have offices anymore yeah. um uh, facebook is uh, is an option you can go to the office or not google yeah. is doing the same all these big companies it's like pretty uh, pretty intense yeah. funnily funnily enough uh We we forced ourselves to expand our offices instead of actually backing them down because during we have this time so much shit. we have so yeah. much shit in my home. <laughs> I put them all in my house and I was like, all right, this is gonna have to end. I need some space, you know. The two kids running around and there's like I don't know C stands everywhere because I'm using them for YouTube, you know. So I'm like, all right, let's take everything back to the office. It's done, you know. Yeah, yeah. No, that's 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 awesome, and I think the. Uh, I don't know if if you feel this way, but do you feel more creative having a space outside to just go disconnect? Like I know you do YouTube, uh, the YouTube videos at home, but yeah. do you do you step out of the house to write to uh, to yes. like uh, script to do any any of that stuff? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Specifically when I'm writing, Adnan, you said it. Yeah. When I, when you're writing, you just need to like completely switch off. Like here, okay, sweet, I'm in the office. I can close the door and blah blah blah. But once I hear one of my children crying or <laughs> someone asking for me, I'm like, all right, fine, it's done. That's it. There's no way you can disconnect. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, I usually just like go to any chill place, literally to like a coffee shop or something like that. Uh, I used to have like this whole. Uh, process <laughs> it sounds very wanky but <laughs> the process <laughs> is uh, is basically literally having a cup of coffee while it's raining in my hometown in lebanon just putting a pen and paper in front of me ditching the phone and ditching the laptop and just like focusing and most of the time you don't get anything <laughs> and then all of a sudden you get a punch in the head and you feel like weird in your stomach and you go like oh shit that's it it's coming <laughs> you write it down And yeah, and then you show it to someone, and they go like, yeah. <laughs> and 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 that that becomes draft one. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> But uh, what, what, there's no rain here. So what do you? Uh, yes. Where's where that? Is yeah, it yeah. is it a, a a sound app? And even like man, I like I like to I like to have a proper cigarette when I'm like just uh, chilling out, you know. Um, Yeah, I can't. I can't smoke here. Not in the house. I get slapped in the face, <laughs> kicked out. Um, uh, no, but uh, like even even if you want to smoke here outside. So for example, if I want to just like be in a coffee shop that doesn't have an indoor area for smoking, because an indoor area for smoking, I have the shisha in my face all the time, and it's just blowing this like whole like smoke into my face. So that's not very chilled. So yeah, if you go outside, I'm sweating my off you know <laughs> oh we can say ass on this show <laughs> balls that's all i wanted to oh, say balls <laughs> we could we, we could also say balls it's cool we're uh we're uh, very uh very op- open-minded well, there's one word we can't say which um which we've we figured it. out <laughs> no no we've we figured out very very quickly during one of the episodes that we can't say it but uh but i i'm pretty sure you're not gonna go there yet today unless um unless unless things get spicy i don't know maybe <laughs> No, I'm quite intrigued. I want to search that word. <laughs> it's uh, it's uh, it's country without the tree. Ah, yes, yes, yes. I hear that's it's very weird because my, you know, my wife's British, so she always says that this word is like very, very uh, bad. You know, 
Although Australians just like go on and on about it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's um, it's it's a mixed bag. A lot of people, a lot of people can uh, like do accept it and even say it like uh, lovingly yeah. to to a degree. Yeah, you know, like, yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. But um, but yeah. one one episode, uh, um, someone said it. Yeah, someone said it during the episode, and oh, uh, Facebook, face, Facebook yelled at us. And we got a notification saying. Uh, flagged for uh, violent contact and uh, and uh, graphic graphic language, which it was. So, but we we can say fucking shit and 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 everything else. But that's, that's so weird. Yeah, well, it is weird. Uh, but um, speaking of like different interpretations, yes. Uh, uh, how do you balance between being the artist side of the filmmaker? Mm-hmm. And the job business side of of running the, uh, the the company and and even even when it's like the YouTube stuff, how do you how do you balance uh, art versus what you uh, have been have been doing for just so long in terms of the corporate stuff? This is another main reason that I uh, that I did the YouTube channel is to have uh, an escape, you know, to have an escape from the from the stuff that I have to do sometimes, you know, because in the end, uh, you also need to think of yourself as not just an artist, you're also a service provider, you know, mm-hmm. as boring as it sounds, <laughs> you are, because in the end, uh, the client is the most important thing, you know, if they're not happy, they're not happy, that's it. You know, I could I could go on and film something that's super artsy and looks amazing for me, but when the client sees it, it doesn't get them the the thing that they need out of it. You know, so uh, I I try my best to actually separate myself from the from the emotion. I end up always being emotional about the things. You yeah. know, this is why Gemma deals with this stuff. So I basically am behind the computer. I'm like, fucking, uh, why? Why do they want to change this? Why do they want to do this and that? But <laughs> by the end, I get myself like, all right, just chill out, chill out, fine. It's just a job, just another job. <laughs> it's so hard not to not to be invested in it. I don't. There, there's a lot of people I've spoken to, um, not just about film, but about music, about anything else, yeah. and especially when it's a, a service, like you're saying. I've, I've spoken to producers that you know write and record artists, and then that song that they wrote and recorded belongs to someone else. Yeah, and uh, or or you know you you show an artist a beat, and they want to change something or want to change a line, and same with film. Like you know when a client comes back and they're like, hey, you know you know that transition, even yeah. though it's that micro microscopic in terms of the the film. Yeah, I don't like that transition. It's like, but that's my transition. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you change that? Exactly. Yeah. Again, with the voice change. <laughs> yeah, I I love I love this microphone. It's just it. So uh, as soon as you start talking like this, it's just... <laughs> you know, when you get closer, <laughs> listen um, to my deep hunky voice. <laughs> it's uh, it's it's the uh, what was that um, Jamie Fox uh, sketch? I am yeah. your conscience. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a comedy central, I think something like this. It was it was during a roast, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's uh, that's that's kind of the like I I find it so difficult not to invest in or not to be invested in in a project um so how, how do you deal with that other than uh, starting the youtube channel do you get do you have like a one of the main things uh, that we've done adnan uh, in in the company is kind of like go into negotiations with our clients into understanding the way that we work that's the first thing by the way mm-hmm. because we wanted to it comes as a formula we wanted to separate ourselves from other uh, production companies what they offer 
But we came to the conclusion that if we want to make something different, we have to have creative control, right? Yeah. We have to have some creative control. So what we do is we literally just tell the clients, look, we're here as your advisors, you know, and we want to make the best product ever from our perspective. And you guys are hiring us for our expertise, right? From that comes the ability to be able to control the creative as much as possible. And I'd say control it as much as possible, that's 70%. Because when the CEO speaks... You just do it (laughs) (laughs) or you don't get the job, you know? So the creative is kind of like 70% is quite decent. You know that, you know, 70% is a decent control. So with that, you just have the flexibility to be, to be really creative. And, and, uh, we've done some, uh, we've done some films that are really, really nice. I'd say the majority of the films, uh, uh, are really satisfying to do because I keep on trying to like change, uh, stuff that I'm trying to do. I don't like to sell the client something that I've done before. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I, I quite like to challenge myself and, at the same time, create something new for them. Because if I'm going to wow myself, I, I think it will wow them. <laughs> you know what I mean? So that's, that's the process that I kind of like, yeah, think about. Yeah, I, uh, I quickly realized um, being, being in the industry that I can't be client-facing when it comes to that stuff. There's some people like that, yeah. yeah. I just, I, I, I don't have that gene. I don't have that, <laughs> that uh, side of my brain. I'm the guy that's, like you said, at the computer in the dark going, fuck, yeah, I don't, don't want to do that. <laughs> um, but, uh, and, and then I trans, I, I, I say that to, to uh, our business partner, JM, and JM can figure out a way to translate it to the client. Perfect. Seriously. You know, <laughs> yeah. Hey, thank you for your uh, remarks, but yes. we strongly believe. <laughs> yeah. Dude, like the, the, the nicest email I've ever drafted came back to me from our producer being like, this is completely unacceptable. If you send this, we're definitely not going to work with them anymore, ever. Yeah. <laughs> you know? ever I'm like, again. what? Yeah. I literally was really nice. Just the, <laughs> the feelings just tend to <laughs> read in between the words. So yeah, yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. It's quite yeah. nice. Kudos to all the uh, producers who take this job off of our... Uh... <laughs> yeah, all, all, all our uh, client-facing producers, yeah. shout, shout out to all of them because... Uh, a much more politically correct way of saying uh, fuck this shit basically yep, yep. exactly um, but yeah you were saying uh, YouTube is uh, is one of the escapes now um, and it started from from uh, back in the day when we did the uh, the YouTube mentorship for, for Next Up yes was, um, so basically I uh, this is where the idea started to fester in my brain and just to be mm-hmm. like, okay, okay, come on, do it, do it, do it. Even though I didn't have the time, you know, but uh, it just kept on lingering there. The idea of like seeing other people on YouTube and saying to myself, ah, you need to do this. There's a, there's a quite a nice place in the market where you can actually go in and show people how to do things. You know what I mean? I call it market, but yeah, this is the, the business lingo. But yeah. <laughs> it's actually it, it, there's a there's a niche, right? There's a niche that you could go in and and you can fill some uh, some spaces there. Um, but yeah, it kept on going in my head up until uh, one day one of my friends, funnily enough, he did not start a YouTube channel. Uh, he he left it like he started the YouTube channel, did three videos, and, and just left it. He is the one who like tipped me over the edge and was like, "Come on, do it, do it, do it, do it." Do it because he was so excited about it and i was yeah. like what well, i'm gonna stop talking and i'm gonna stop start doing you know and, and this is yeah this is 
a very very hard decision because then you'd have to like all right i'm gonna chop off four hours minimum every now and then to do this you know and you but you started it with a theme that's what i like a lot of people that yeah. start uh youtube channels or or um any of the even if it's an instagram kind of approach mm-hmm. uh, they they start it and then along the way uh, figure it out and then kind of fine tune it but you started strong your first video is is the same as the last video basically you've you you've had a theme you've had a, an approach and um did you did you sit and, and like plan that did you uh, I, I, use I'm any not, of the no, stuff I, we did at the mentorship i i didn't actually not that <laughs> not that i uh, i researched i just researched the shit out of it seriously like i i tried to find any resource about that subject and just research it because that's one of the main things that i tell anybody who i talk to that tells me oh i really want to learn more about cinematography i want to learn more about lighting or directing do the research and then then ask the questions that are left you know yeah uh, so i had to do the thing myself and man there is so much to learn out man <laughs> yeah. and look i know nothing of your platform <laughs> completely it's it's such a yeah it's such a cool thing because you're learning tons and tons and tons of uh, information from here from there but like you said about the thumbnail about the description about the you have to pin a comment uh, you have to do a certain structure so that you keep the people engaged and then you have to do a drop and when to tell people to subscribe when not to tell people to subscribe how to lead them to other videos how to oh man it's, a, yeah. it's an art it's a complete art and now the whole point is i respect youtube as much more than i used to <laughs> as a show off cinematographer <laughs> it's uh, it's amazing because uh back in the day um say say even even not even back in the day five years ago yeah. you wouldn't have expected uh, the title youtuber to be to be a profession to be a thing um okay. and thinking of of how many jobs that don't exist right now that yeah. will exist in another five years Uh, just based on technology and based on uh, you know the expansion of the internet and different platforms and stuff so uh, the idea of like i remember um back in the day uh, on myspace yeah and the only reason i know a lot of this promotional stuff is because i've been in bands and being in bands you need to try and promote your music and promote your music is uh, the best platform is online the hardest job in the world to promote yourself exactly yeah so so i i started uh, back in myspace days trying to figure out like okay so do i send them a message do i put it in the bulletin board which one works better and and <laughs> you remember rest in peace myspace by the way yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um so so it, it kind of started from that and then spiraled into this thing where i basically provide it as a service now because of yeah. my mix with audio and film yeah. and and this like how do you promote something online uh, i figured out a way a way to provide it as a service and i i think i don't know if if uh i i think right now we're we're still a little bit behind um in in terms of a region obviously uh because there's there's going to be a brand new title and a brand new platform and a brand new everything uh, in a couple of years that's yeah. uh, that we're going to be sitting here talking about like man they don't even need thumbnails in that thing yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. they're probably going to like uh, just merge all of that together creating this monster of a <laughs> of a machine yeah. and uh, basically like like TikTok for example oh man are you um, are you that. up are you updated with uh, with what's new what's what's going I, on in the i tried uh i tried doing like uh I'm, I'm, 
I still like one week ago I, I put a video up there but just uh, it's very nice to test these things out you know to see what capabilities are possible with uh, with, uh, with using them uh, it's a very interesting platform and I agree and disagree with a lot of people who just say like oh it's just for young people and stuff like this uh, I, c- I can't remember who I heard saying this line of course, in research, but basically the fact that it's just like any platform that was launched before, like Instagram, like Facebook, at a certain point, if it continues like this, it's going to reach popularity where these young people are going to be older (laughs) and the older people are going to be also attracted to it and they're going to start using it. It's going to be a legit platform, you know? The only thing I'll tell you what that I really don't like about platforms such as that is the just this uh, very short attention span driven content. I really don't. I have something against it because I'm I'm taught to do narrative, you know. <laughs> to do no, I mean I I completely agree, and this is why this podcast exists on on Facebook. I feel yeah. like um, the community aspect of it, the length of it, uh, is is. Uh, something that w- won't be able to exist anywhere else i know a couple of people tried to start um this similar kind of things on an instagram yeah. instagram doesn't even physically allow you to go over 49 minutes or whatever it was really? um and and this is my version of of, of battling that 15 second threshold uh, that uh, that everyone has respect man respect seriously like i i, I love the show it's, it's been it's been really really nice just seeing how many how many people and talents you've you've chatted to it's just insane to know all of these like it feels like getting to know the underground scene of dubai <laughs> you know that's that's uh, that's perfect it's amazing that you say that because that's that's basically the the idea behind the show it's um it started with uh, with uh, my business partner and he's a guitarist in my band as well jm we we did a, a live stream uh and um a couple of people tuned in and stuff and they're like oh you sh- you guys should do this more often bring guests yeah and then i was like I actually know a lot of creative people. I know uh, just from from the industry, from from filmmaking and and from music and stuff. There's a ton yeah, of people yeah. in my phone book that I, that are super interesting, and it'll be cool to to have conversations and and uh, get to know their stories. And also selfishly, because it was <laughs> quarantine and lockdown and stuff, yeah, yeah. I was like, this is a great a great time to connect with people that I haven't you know spoken to in a couple of years, like Definitely. yourself and uh, and I. Uh, Definitely. Uh, you know, get, just getting to know each other on a on a much deeper level because we, yeah, yeah. you don't you don't get a lot of chances to sit down and have a conversation for an hour these days. Like, not when you're working your ass off, no. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, but, uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, but let's go back uh, back to YouTube. What uh, what were like expectations versus reality things that uh, that hit you other than just the amount of work? I actually, I actually uh, tried to ground myself as much as possible. I said to myself, you know what, just chill out. Uh, don't think about numbers. Don't think about anything like that. Why are you doing this? You know, I just literally narrowed my vision into this whole thing that I'm literally doing it because uh, I like this feeling of uh, the satisfaction that comes uh, when someone tells you, oh, thank you, uh, it really helped me. Like just uh, recently, I, I ran like a little girl to my wife uh, saying, oh, look at this comment. You know, someone saying like, oh, great. Uh, uh, this really helped me with my career. And I was like, what the hell is your career? Videographer or whatever. But it's it affects people. It helps them. And this is a really satisfying feeling. I like. Uh, I've just discovered that. But another thing is... Uh, is trying to force myself also, Adnan, to do as much as possible, 
you know I want to do as much as possible. I don't know why I have this mentality. It's it's very shit. It's not good. <laughs> you know? I mean, I mean, you're uh, yeah. I I'm 48 episodes in, so I I have the <laughs> same bug. The ground, man. Seriously, it's like yeah. I want to do everything. I want to just like do everything. I want to try as much as possible. You say something, all right, let's do it because it's yeah. I don't know. I another satisfaction. I I get really. Uh, really happy when 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 i do as much as possible in my day you know yeah Absolutely. yeah that's uh that's a very cool uh thing actually the 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 kind of head first into the concrete uh start and do it as hard and as fast as possible <laughs> is uh, is something that i um i i i suffer with <laughs> it's yeah. i don't know how else to do uh, to do stuff i i don't have that moderate bone uh in my in my body and i don't i don't know where it came from but um <laughs> It's it's something that really does uh, kind of propel the uh, o- online because online uh, platforms want you to do more, want you to keep co- creating content for for them to keep uh, you know here's pushing a, it out to people. Here's another thing, by the way, uh, that uh, uh, caused me to, to like uh, uh, do this whole thing. You know how we were talking about acting? Mm-hmm. You know? I really like doing like small bits of just like messing around and just like doing this little bits of comedy and stuff like this i just like to also express that get it out you know get it out because it's always on my mind and i, I don't want to say to myself oh you didn't do it you didn't do it i still want to want to do these things you know so that's that's the way of doing it. adnan i'm gonna just be back in a second all right do your thing absolutely we're gonna i'm gonna jump into the comments uh while the, while sadi uh does his thing uh, Samar Arzuni uh, says the show is great it's the host that I don't like <laughs> uh, shout out to you man um, yeah I don't I don't like uh, I don't like the host either I uh, I don't think this is uh, this is the, it's not the right personality for the show <laughs> but um, but we do what we can we do what we can with what we got um, I'm, I'm curious what you guys uh, who you guys kind of uh, follow on uh, on YouTube or Instagram um, is there is there certain content creators or, or subjects that you guys follow, or is it um, is it just whatever kind of catches your eye? For example, I used to have a lot of subscription, uh, a lot of channels that I subscribed to uh, about um, about filmmaking and stuff, and I I used to watch a lot of videos of people making videos, um, and then I realized that that's uh, that's something that wasn't pushing me in different directions and um then i started uh, i started watching videos of people giving advice uh, like uh, like sadi's uh, cine stuff uh, channel where it's it's just like a specific subject lighting how do you light cheaper and uh, and it gets it gets straight to the point um but uh curious what you guys uh, what you guys like to to check out all right and we're back sorry for that no worries <laughs> at all no worries at all. It's a it's a very f- free flowing uh, conversation. Chilled. Uh, I like uh, I like to have on on unmuted. Yeah. Um, what are your uh, what are your plans for for the YouTube stuff now that you've started hmm. and and it's rolling? Now you know with uh, with time now I've, as as I've told you of of what was it 30, 30 episodes or something like this. Uh, what I've noticed is uh, I've noticed a certain 
a certain interest in specifically the aspect of lighting. You know, I'm doing mm-hmm. I'm doing content about filmmaking in general, but with a focus on lighting. I'm trying to focus now more and more niching down into how to light setups and uh, uh, just uh, helping people understand lighting much more. more Which I think is a subject that a lot of people kind of uh, push aside when they're starting out. Dude, the, the amount of people in the industry, I don't want to be negative here, but the amount of people in the industry and cinematography and lighting and specifically DPs, all right? Oh my God, everybody wants to hide every single thing that they do because they just don't want to share anything. You know what I mean? A lot of people do share. They share on set, and but not to an extent where it's like, here you go. And the thing that they don't know for me personally, what I think is that if I teach you exactly every single thing that I do, you're still not going to do the same job. Yeah, 100%. You're, you're just not going to do it. It's a different person. That's it. That's actually a, a very, very good point. I think there's... Um, I remember I had this conversation with... Um, I forgot who, which, mm. which one of the episodes, but we were talking about tutorials and, yeah. and um, just showing people how to do it. And I think it was Instagram at the time. They were doing Instagram tutorials, how, how to kind of uh, use the, the platform to its best abilities and yeah. and um that that idea of like you know keep keep your cards close to your chest versus um you know sharing the knowledge came out yeah and we were even i was even talking to um shout out to big Hass, him as a as a radio dj shouting out people and sharing you know yeah. underground musicians the tiny little things like that it's amazing. I feel like um there's a there's a lot of there's two different personalities the personality that's like spread the word and share the love and and yeah. uh high tide raises all ships mm-hmm. kind of mentality and then there's uh the super com- competitive uh that is true approach. that is true yeah that is true that which is, true. is um but I, I don't know i don't know how to be the super competitive at at, uh, at uh, to be honest i don't know how that I, works i do think i do think that i have a competitive side but not like super competitive to an extent where i'm like no this shit is not gonna pass <laughs> you know uh i actually yeah i don't know why naturally i like to share more uh than i should do sometimes people tell me <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah they they um i've gotten the same i've gotten the same uh, kind of uh kind of feedback yeah. um just uh, quickly sa- sa- shout out to samir Razuni. he says i have to sign out guys electric i wish the best of luck shout out to all the production people Thank and you, freelancers who uh who allow us to do what we do shout out to samir Razuni. and um he says uh he, he subscribes to a lot of uh, music channels and a lot of tutorials on ableton lovely yeah, that's um, that's pretty cool. I, JM, I, I I mentioned JM way too many times in this episode. Yeah, he, yeah. Uh, he he needs to pay me for sponsorship, but uh, he also started a uh, a YouTube channel uh, for for audio engineers um, using nice. uh, using nice. tricks and stuff for for Cubase. Did you um, check it out? Yeah, man, it's um, it's cool. I think I think the online world is like this place where a lot of the creatives. I, I feel I every single time I've, t- I've sp- spoken to anyone, mm. I'm like, man, you should start a channel. You should just even even if you, even if you do it once a month, just I think, <laughs> yeah, the, the output, yeah. Uh, even, even if it isn't uh, necessarily tutorials, just yeah, yeah, do do a sketch channel. The, yes, the exactly. output is so healthy. Yeah. 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 There's there's know? something about uh, there's something about making something and letting it go online. Uh, that quick turnover that that's just very uh, um, yeah. therapeutic. Yeah, 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 definitely. You know, what, uh, funny thing is, you give me a throwback to the times when 
I was trying to get to know how to uh, properly play songs and stuff like this, and I would actually download sheets of uh, tabs <laughs> to, to learn the song instead of actually just seeing a program like the things that are now online or like the shows that are available or uh, personalities uh, that are available to, to do these things online. You know, it's such a such a different time, and it's so exciting because. It's actually materialized now, you know? Yeah. Uh, maybe five years ago, it wasn't something... Uh, not five years ago, I'd say. More, more. Maybe like uh, eight years ago or something. It wasn't as real as now. Now you actually feel that this is the new norm. This is the right thing. And this is how everything is heading, you know? Yeah. Funny. yeah I don't think there's been a time where I needed to learn something. Yeah. And I didn't just quickly youtube even the streaming and how to how to set up the cameras uh, for for streaming online and stuff um everything i do through obs i'm just like just youtube it real quick and you'll figure it out everything is out there yeah and um i think uh i think one of i'm i'm super curious to see where where the world heads after this uh in terms of in terms of online content i'm i can't wait to see like what what we're sitting talking about now would be ancient they're like oh these guys are talking about talking about starting a tutorial channel yeah (laughs) they're like access some i don't know some alien uh digital uh exactly just just transfer me the information and i'll figure it out (laughs) Oh man, that's a cool film. What are you talking about? I just sent it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. We're we're sitting here talking about USBs. Hey, bro, can you can you stick it on a USB for me? <laughs> what? <laughs> that's um, so interesting, man. That's, but, that's the thing. You always have to shift with it. You know, you always have to be ready to to actually take on the change. You know, yeah. Because if you don't, you're gonna be left behind. There's no way you're gonna literally be left behind. Yeah. And that's something you can apply to business as well because cameras and technology always change, right? So you're constantly learning. Definitely. I think the camera is changing, though. I don't like changing a lot of cameras. (laughs) Oh, you stick you stick to your guns. Yeah, yeah. Like, did you see uh, the the new 12K uh, Ursa that they're talking about now? Uh, Yeah, they announced that bloody beast whatever it is <laughs> whatever they're trying to do i think they're trying to take the pores of a human being from like 70 kilometers or something i remember uh, watching one of your videos where uh, you were saying um you don't need you don't need a fancy camera to yeah. to get started and you're like yeah. why do you need 8k 120 yeah you don't see, need that shit <laughs> why, why would you need it you won't be even able to edit it you know like uh, even on a professional editing machine you kind of struggle if you don't do like these uh, what are they called the uh, side files that you usually do yeah the the proxies exactly proxies yeah. Yeah. yeah so it's just a it's just a shitload of unnecessary stuff you know use it use it okay sweet use it but when you need something that is specifically for that reason like you use 8k if you need it anyways i'm not yeah. gonna go on that rant again yeah, yeah we, we we dug a little technical there uh, yeah. for a second. don't don't man <laughs> but um <laughs> let, let's go all the way to the other side of the spectrum yes let's talk about uh let's mm. talk about family yeah talk yeah. about uh you know being being uh, a, a business owner being an entrepreneur um mm. and uh and having those those little ones in your life because i'm new to the game you've uh, you beat me but um it's it's just i'm pretty sure you know by now because it just hits you like a fucking brick wall <laughs> you know oh, yeah. out of nowhere you just like fall in love 
all over again, you know, and your whole perspective over the world completely changes. Like, I had dreams, Adnan, but now, funnily enough, I still have like dreams and ambitions and stuff, but they're they're all like targeting the same thing. It's like to yeah. make their life better. <laughs> you know what I mean? To make them yeah. happy. You know, uh, it's just yeah, yeah, just constantly everything that you're doing in your life, just doing it towards one goal. You know, I'm not saying I'm not selfish. There are selfish stuff. Like if you don't say that you're selfish in certain things, you, you completely are lying. But uh, mainly, everything in your life gets taken over by this, and uh, I love it, man. I love it. It's beautiful. Yeah. yeah, and uh, you know what's curious to me? Um, I I I know a couple of people uh, that that have had um, children in the last couple of years, mm. and they do more work. Yeah, uh, they go out of their way to to work harder and do more, including things like your YouTube channel, for example, or this yeah. podcast, or uh, th- they just uh, want to be the best at whatever it is they do. Yeah, uh, like unnecessary things. You know, it, <laughs> it isn't considered necessary for me to do this, but, but I just have this whole thing of like, I really want to. I, I, I don't know. You, I, I feel I like it I, amplifies drive. Yes, definitely. This is exactly what I was about to say. As in, like, it amplified my ambition. I just yeah. want to do like four times the things that I wanted to do when I was chilling out because when I was chilling out I just literally wanted to like make awesome films and just travel a lot (laughs) so it it takes it from that into like I want to be the best in the world to make my babies happy (laughs) you know yeah 100% 100%, man Um, Mike Angelo in the comments is saying kids make your life very different uh, in a good way yeah yeah 100% and um, so uh, and and I think I think one of the things that I've learned is uh, d- just just from like a, a fatherhood perspective, and correct me if I'm wrong because uh, you've uh, you've you're on the second now. Um, <laughs> I feel like the the older they get, the and the more like now uh, my kids like you know starting to try and stand up and and his his eating food and the more he becomes a personality, the more I'm like yo. I, I need, I need to figure life out because he's figuring it out. Yes, and I I feel like I haven't yet, and I'm I'm 32, and he should I should be a lot more ahead. Hundred percent, hundred percent, man. Yeah, it, 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 you've got that, and you've got just the the like stunning thing of waking up one day and them talking. Did you reach that stage yet? No, no, we oh, haven't. Oh man, we, we, we've, did, we've like, done what? the like. <laughs> yeah, we, we've done the the couple of like sound alikes here and there, but it, it wasn't the yeah. yeah. The talking is a, is a. I, I think that'll be a whole different world, right? Is what will happen is that basically they'll talk, right? And and you won't notice that they're talking until one week or something like this. You just wake up one day and they talk to you a little bit more uh, well than than usual, okay? Mm-hmm. And and you go like what? <laughs> you know, she's talking. What is happening? <laughs> yeah, you just like struggle to grasp it. But yeah, man, it's a beautiful thing. Beautiful thing, family. Yeah, but like I said, we uh, we in in a weird uh, silver lining of events. Mm. Uh, after after having um, a kind of maternity uh, leave and spending the first three months, then the the lockdown and the quarantine hit and then um both of us started working from home mm-hmm. uh, i feel like we we zoned in <laughs> as hard as we can yeah. on uh, on the 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 parenting aspect of of 
parenting mm -hmm. uh, like exactly uh, the the balance of things and how how we kind of balance uh, between uh, what Tara does and what I do and yeah. how we d uh, all these all these tiny little details that when when you're getting married or, or when when your wife's pregnant that's not the first thing that pops into your head like how we tag teaming this uh, exactly yeah. how like uh, dude first off seriously you discover that your wife is like another type of titan <laughs> yeah. oh yeah yeah I, the first thing i, I told her is like, like, men, men are men are useless men Seriously, are actually shit you can do that <laughs> you know? yeah it just blasts your mind and then afterwards i i gotta i gotta be honest with you like when it, with, with our first child i just couldn't like maybe I stayed for two weeks just helping out with the baby in the beginning at the at the middle of the night and man I got shot down very fast after two weeks I just like my body shut down mm -hmm. if my wife just like I don't know elbows me in the face I would not wake up yep. <laughs> just, yeah I had I had the exact same just passed out <laughs> uh, and everybody says exactly the same thing is that is that they look at you and like ah. Uh, Bastard, you're sleeping. <laughs> you, know? yeah, yeah. you appreciate, you appreciate, uh, yeah, the, the abilities specifically. Shout like, out, I'm working. Shout out to all the mothers out there. Shout out to all the mamas out there, and and that's another driving force. I mm -hmm. think, um, like when I get burnt out and when yeah. I'm a, l a little exhausted at the end of the day, and I have a couple of more things to do, mm -hmm. and I look across uh, the, uh, the, our, our office and I see my wife still working. <laughs> But I'm like, but also she, she, there, she birthed a human being yep. <laughs> that I still can't do. So, yep. uh, so maybe I shouldn't complain right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Put things into perspective. Yeah. Um, I have, uh, I have one last, one last question for you, bro. Yes. And it's, it's been an absolute pleasure having a conversation. Yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. really enjoy this. Yeah. And, uh, guys, if you're, if you're watching live, uh, listening to this on, uh, on any of the platforms or rewatching, the uh, the uh, video on Facebook. I almost said YouTube because we've been talking <laughs> about YouTube so long. Yes, um, uh, join the time. <laughs> almost uh, almost uh, stabbed my own platform in the back there. Um, <laughs> if you guys are rewatching the video, uh, make sure you uh, you check out uh, Sadi's YouTube uh, channel, Cine Stuff, and he's also on Instagram. Make sure you show some love. Um, and uh, it's something that I've used. I used. Uh, it, you guys have noticed. I remember uh, when I did do this. The comments. The comments gave me uh, gave me some love because I started putting some lights bouncing off the wall in the back. That's all stuff I learned from uh, from his uh, his YouTube channel. So make sure you go check that out. Yeah. Um, but last question, bro. So yes. now 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 that you're here, mm -hmm. uh, you know, companies were up and running. Uh, you have a YouTube channel, two kids down the road. Um, you work, you work with uh, with your wife. Uh, went to university for for something you love. If you were to go back in time before all of this started, when we were talking about you just thinking of doing business, yeah, and uh, and you were to t t travel back in time and give yourself one piece of advice, uh, what would that piece of advice be? That's a hard one, mate. <laughs> Don't go into the film industry. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. Uh, one piece of advice. Hmm. I'd say... Yeah. 
I'd say appreciate things a bit more because when you're yeah when you're young dude and and you like don't have all of these things and and you're like still like you don't have a family and you don't have uh, so like business thing or you, you don't have all of these experiences I'd say just appreciate things a little bit more to my younger self just yeah. to to know that life isn't that hard yet <laughs> what's coming is is harder but you'll be able to do it yeah that's that's what i think yeah. Yeah. awesome awesome last words appreciate the small stuff appreciate the uh, invite so thank you very much thank, thank you, you. Uh, thank you for being here my dude uh, thank uh, shout out to, to everyone that's um that's tuning in live uh, Michelangelo saying, uh, uh, my kids, they never shut up. Well, just kidding. <laughs> shout out, shout out to Michelangelo. Um, yeah, man. Episode, uh, episode 48 is over. We got P storm from the recipe coming on, on nice. Wednesday. Nice. Um, and, uh, and then Saturday we party for the 50th. So yes. it's, um, it's going to be, gonna be, it's gonna <laughs> be a little party. Um, yep. yeah, man, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Make sure you, uh, you check out Cine stuff. Uh, if, like I said, if you guys are interested in supporting the show and able and willing, uh, check out the Patreon. Uh, it's linked in the description of this video. Um, shout out to all the sponsors that make this thing possible. And, uh, I'll see you guys uh, very soon. And sadly, if you could do the honors of saying hit the outro, hit the outro. <laughs> <laughs>